0: for complete terms.
1: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bizzlefluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit livenation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular,
3: the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost, so why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
3: Hey, Ken. Did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money?
4: Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects
3: you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't
4: leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at
3: 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. John and Ken show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
4: Uh, tomorrow, in addition to the moist line, which I'll talk about in a moment, one of our special guests in the 3 o'clock hour will be an attorney named Greg Smith. His client is LAPD officer Matthew Garza. All of this takes us back to Mayor Yoga Pants. is the one that has sued the city over the ridiculous sex harassment he claims he suffered at the hands of former top Garcetti A. Rick Jacobs. Garza was at one time the bodyguard for Garcetti. That would include the road trips. I don't know if this was back when Garcetti was running for president. Laugh, laugh. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Jacobs would constantly harass him through touch, comments. And after he sued, another several other people Came forward and said that uh, uh, they were also subject to this type of behavior from Rick Jacobs. This lawsuit and the branches that came out of it eventually caused a little problem for Garcetti. Reports were he was going to be a cabinet appointee in the Biden administration, but that got scuttled. And instead, he's been nominated to be the next ambassador to India. Now that's on hold. There are two U.S. senators now, Republicans from Iowa who've decided they want to take a closer look at these whistleblowers and their reports that Jacobs did indeed harass numerous Garcetti staffers, and Garcetti either saw it or at least heard about it. He has denied both.
3: Yeah, he just does the big lie, the big stonewall. Just keeps uh, denying louder and louder. So Greg Smith
4: will be our guest tomorrow at 3.05. The development today... Was that an internal report and I keep emphasizing the word internal investigation was done where, oh, remarkably, uh, the investigator concluded that Garcetti was not guilty and and neither was Jacobs.
3: That's right. Just didn't happen. Not credible. Hired a a whitewashing lawyer to say uh, nothing happened. I guess this was all everybody just had a hallucination and they all had the same hallucination. They all smoking the same mushroom. How does everybody have a hallucination about Rick Jacobs grabbing them, forcing his mouth on them, uh mm. Garcetti giggling at it, all the conversations about uh Garcetti. Everybody just really imagine the same thing?
4: I mean, and Garcetti by the way had set up this special harassment hotline for city employees to report such behaviors after we had the big fallout from the Me Too in
3: 2017. That's right. The the distraction cover story. All
4: right, now we move over to a story we'd spent a lot of time on, and it's been a year ago. That was the clearing out of Echo Park Lake. Who remembers that? In the Echo Park neighborhood of Los Angeles, uh, there were at one point upwards of 200 people who were living in there, and they made the place a disgusting mess. Finally, even the city council member, For the district, Mitchell Farrell had enough and he put together an operation. The cruise ship began with signage, the cruise ship dancer, right? And also his Native American heritage, (laughs) right? Uh, Anyway, they put up signage to tell people it's time to go. Then the night came where they all had to go. And mostly the ones left fighting were activists. They really weren't any of the vagrants. What we have is a new report out of UCLA. Where are these people a year later? Not the activists, the homeless that were in Echo Park Lake. Here is a report on it from CBS2's Chris Holmstrom.
0: Uh, this is my own place now. I'm so happy to have it. It's not that big, but it's very comfortable. New
2: beginnings for Gustavo Otzoy. This is me when I was at Echo Park. He was one of nearly 200 people living at Echo so Park. It's not that we, w- we wanted to be there. What happened is that first, we have no choice but to be there. Otzoy spent 11 long months there and just recently got a place to call home.
0: Well, I did move here uh, like one month ago, but before before here, I was in a, in a regular hotel.
2: Yes,
0: uh, I feel so happy living here.
2: Last March, chaos ensued after LAPD tried to close the park for renovations. Homeless advocates fought back, saying those who lived there had the right to stay. No. The park was closed and everyone was forced to leave. The city promised people would be giving housing options, but not everyone was as fortunate as Otsoy. According to a new report by researchers at UCLA, of the 183 people who were living at the park, only 17 are in long-term housing, nearly 50 are in temporary shelters, and the rest are unaccounted for.
5: I think what is really heartbreaking is that 82 people have
2: disappeared,
5: right, they've been exited from the system, no one knows where they are and another 15 have returned to homelessness.
2: Ananya Roy is the director of UCLA Inequality (laughs) and Democracy. She says the Echo Park enclosure and eviction is a turning point in LA. It's a good job. city leaders gave promises about housing they couldn't keep.
0: No
5: one's getting housed. The second is we've got to get serious then about recognizing that there are only a few housing resources. But at this moment, there's a lot of federal and state money.
2: And while Otsoy has the freedom he always wanted, he's still fighting for thousands who are why, why, still on the streets. Why focus we on still him. have to fight that's a lot. Uh,
0: we, ha- we still have a lot to. A lot of
4: people that really need to The care only guy of they could
2: find. And I also reached out to the LA Homeless Services Authority for an update on yes. the eviction. They were out drinking. I'm still waiting to hear back. Yeah, yeah right. they, They've got they nothing. wait yeah.
4: another
3: five years. Well, you should go
2: to the, uh, go yeah. To
4: the they wanted to sh- focus on the one guy that's apparently found permanent housing
3: yeah gustavo odsoy is it possible he doesn't have a, a, a drug or alcohol addiction and he doesn't have a mental illness well listening uh, to him uh, i wasn't sure if i of I, I don't know i'm just wondering like why is he may be missing teeth i didn't see the video uh, yeah I, I, what i see. That's the thing is these stories are so useless why did he end up homeless what what led him there and exactly. why, he, why is he the guy who You notice can, all the emphasis
4: is just, oh, they have to find housing. Yeah, yeah. They're responsible yeah. for
3: everybody and everything. We've got to give everybody an $800,000. If it's thousand not dollars.
4: permanent housing, then it's a failure. Only 60% are unaccounted
3: for. Well, it, maybe the 60% want to live outdoors. Oh, yeah, out they're the squatting somewhere else. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Some and probably went to Venice where they got moved on from there. Has it ever occurred to these ninnies, there isn't one stinking program you will ever come up with To convince a crazy person or a drug addict to go indoors and follow rules. There is no such program. If they want to live in the wilds and uh, snort meth and inject heroin, they're going to do that. And There's nothing you can do to change their mind. Your programs don't work. All your outreach. They don't care about your outreach. You're just wasting our money. Yeah, the park is still fenced and kind of looks nice, though. I'm looking at the video now that we just played. The reason... These people believe in the fantasy that you can outreach and rehab people is because it creates a well-paying industry for them. If this didn't pay so well, you wouldn't see these people on TV wailing about, oh, this is just awful that these people are not getting the treatment that they need. They don't want your treatment. You want to give them treatment because you have a well-paying job in this scam industry using our tax money. That's your motivation. Your motivation when you get up in the morning is not to help anybody. You couldn't care less. You know it's a failure. You know all these programs don't work, but you know you make a lot of money. And as long as there are homeless people laying around, you are going to do really well in life. You are going to end up going on nice vacations. Your kids are going to go to a good school. You're going to live in a better house. And so you're happy to have this homeless problem unsolved. And conveniently, nothing works. None of your programs work.
4: None of them. Well, look. The bottom line is here: these people have to help themselves. Well, they're and not. We going cannot to. become their parent and guardian and build them beautiful, permanent housing. They have to have the will to do something about their lives first. This approach, which came up in the mayor's debate, it's all about I'm going to build my housing. Yeah, well, it's it's failed. These people have a lot of dysfunctions. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, some other problems, where you they know, want to live outside and live without and, rules, and you know what? You're they, not going to change that by putting up either a shelter or an apartment building or whatever. You'll you'll change a few lives, but look at these stats. These people were giving housing options. Now, 60 percent of them are unaccounted for, and only nine percent are in some type of long term housing. And because you haven't dealt with their dysfunctions, and that's you, the
3: problem. And, and they don't know how to. They don't know how. When you have people who are resistant to help, you're not going to fix their trauma. It's
4: not our responsibility. You have to decide for yourself that you're going to straighten out your life. Can't do that for you. You know what?
3: I'm tired of hearing about their problems.
4: I really am. Well,
3: but that's the thing. It's gotten distorted into we just have to find housing. Well, build more housing. You know what? People have to say no. You have to start saying no. It's like. We tried it your way. We've tried five years, billions of dollars. Everything got worse. You're a failure. I mean, I mean, the the numbers about the Garcetti era that I we talked about yesterday. 2013, we had twenty three thousand homeless people. We were spending ten million a year. We are now spending a billion a year. A hundred times more. A hundred times more, and homelessness has doubled. Well, I mean, have you ever heard of a bigger failure in your life? Have you ever heard of any problem where the budget increase was 100 times more in only eight years, and you doubled the problem? Only Garcetti could pull off something like that. Can you imagine in 2013 if we had told him, you know what, eight years from now, you are going to get 100 times the money you have. He would have told you homelessness would be cured completely. And instead, it doubled. What does that tell you about the whole system and all their theories and all their idiotic programs? They don't work. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
4: At this exact time tomorrow, we'll have the Moistline folks here for you. You can still be a part of it. You can leave a message at one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 7886 Or you can use your iHeartRadio app handy. Just get to the KFI John and Ken section and uh, use the talkback mic. Leave a message there. Here's a new development tonight in the hostilities. Should I call it hostilities between Ukraine and Russia?
3: So what is this a special military operation? That's what the Russians are calling yeah, it. Yeah, right? right. Special so whatever. military I take. Why, I take my. They, they're trying
4: to free uh, the Ukrainian people from the Nazis. Whatever what they say mean. on Russian TV, that's the truth. We, this is Ukraine claiming that uh, the Russians are forcibly taking hundreds of thousands of people from the country into Russia, maybe to use them as hostages. L- Lumilia Denisova, Ukraine's. Oh, look at this. Ukraine's arms budsman, I'm sorry, arms buds person said 402,000 people, including 84,000 children, have been taken against their will. The Kremlin agrees with those numbers, but said they wanted to go to Russia. So there you go. Claiming that they're from that predominantly Russian-speaking Eastern region, and they do want to go. Mm. So that's the uh, the breakout of that latest uh, dispute. Are the people leaving of their own will? No. Or are they being <laughs> spirited away as hostages to get Ukraine to The Los Angeles Police Protective League has done another poll. I didn't know they had done one previous. This deals with the recall effort against the L.A. County Attorney, District Attorney, George Gascon. They polled 800 Los Angeles primary election voters, and they found that a majority, it's not a strong one, but it is a majority, 41% said yes to the recall, 36%. Said no. Now, they said that they did this a year ago, and only 36% said yes, and 49% said no. That, they say, is an 18 point swing that demonstrates that there is real momentum behind the recall effort against George Gascon.
3: So that's good news. Yeah, because I don't think any news is going to come out that's going to look good for Gascon, because all his policies have bad consequences. There's going to be more people not being prosecuted, not being sentenced. There's more people that Gascon is trying to uh, help get out early. Right. There's going to be more repeat criminals harming, you know, stabbing, shooting, killing, right? Because the only logical outcome of what he believes in is more crime and suffering, more victims. There is no other way. This is a one-way path. People getting hurt, dying, people getting their cars stolen, their homes broken into, stores being uh, looted. Because he does not believe in laws and consequences. So, that's, And, you uh, know,
4: we mentioned this earlier in the show. It was reported by the chief of LAPD, Michael Moore, to the Los Angeles Police Commission this week. As there's been a definite uptick in robberies in the city of L.A. They're up 44% since last year, armed robberies. People are going to look at that, know that that's real, because eventually you're going to know somebody that's a victim, or you're going to see the news stories. You're going to hear the statistic. And what are you going to do with that? Well, yeah, you could follow all the advice about, you know, don't wear flashy jewelry and be careful of your surroundings. But some are going to say, what's going on with this DA? All I'm hearing is stories about how he's going easy on criminals. Yeah, And that's going to to bounce against him.
3: Well, yeah, because you have 2,000 armed robberies. Between January first and March nineteenth, two and a half months, two thousand robberies, I, and, and many of them make the news, and they're all over the Nextdoor app. There is a constant oh, yeah. drumbeat on the people Nextdoor. People like those stories, and, and, huh? and you know this. Yeah, this is the the undercurrent that people don't see. There's stuff going on on the internet that it, you know doesn't make the eleven o'clock news necessarily, but it's people reporting. Hey. You know, some guy tried to break in. I scared him away, and my dog scared him away. Hey, I saw a car full of uh, suspicious people in front of my house. And, you know, hey, somebody stole packages from my apartment lobby. Somebody busted into my mailbox. I, there, there's a lot of that. that gets. And, 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 and generally, they say, I don't even call the police. What's the point? Police won't come. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of unreported stuff. There's a lot of unreported stuff, which is why you know statistics are just a piece of the story. When somebody's using stati- crime statistics, it, they're trying to hide the story. The real story is what's going on in people's lives, and that's what's going to determine their vote. They feel angry, and they feel scared. And now, with the Nextdoor app, it happens to you. You let hundreds of other people know almost oh. immediately. And then you're seeing... Everybody in your section of town report that every day. There's not a day goes by where I don't see something, you know, within uh, a couple of miles of my house. Something happening. That mayor's debate the other night, Gascon was an
4: entire topic. Yeah. In case you missed it. And obviously, Rick Caruso supports the recall. So does Joe Buscayeno, who is pretty much the first of this group. <clears throat> but I love the answers. That came from Karen Bass. I just don't support recalls. Wait for the oh. regular election. Oh, wait for the regular election? No. It's because she supports Gascon. You do that as 2024.
6: Yeah. no, which, For this office.
3: Know, I See, I don't understand. Somebody like Gascon, career politician, they think being a politician is sacred ground. All of us can be fired, even if we have contracts. All of us can lose our jobs. But somehow, a public uh, official like Gascon or Bass... They can't get recalled? Why? You mean you could really st- who can stink at their job for four years and not get fired? Nobody I know. I've never heard of a person stink at their job for four years.
4: Oh, but and, you gotta give them booted. more
3: time. Give them a no. chance. That's not the way it works. That in, in most people's lives His reforms will win out. You'll see. And so you know what I, what I notice is she's not passionate about crime. She says what she has to say in cliches. Oh well, yes, I agree. I understand people are feeling, feeling scared, and they have every right to how they feel. And you know, we have to hold criminals accountable. Yeah, I know. She she's very good at the pat answers. The, the most, yeah, but it's a bland cliche. There's no fire. There's no detail. There's no sense that she really cares. She gives no, she's the impression good at
4: taking a very uh, standard stance, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's it's yeah, stating and, and the obvious her, and saying, "Oh, it's terrible." Her body language is okay. This is this is the part where I have to you know go through the. Uh, Crime cliches that I care. You know, there's, there's, you get no sense that she loses any sleep over it. And Gascon is her buddy. They've always been buddies. He's one of them. She's one of them. But, you know, she's uh, got a good smile and that's going to carry her a certain distance. But you, you, you watch her closely, listen to her closely, and she's, she's a total progressive in the Bonin Gascon mold. I, Really think without a doubt that
4: November it's Karen Bass against Rick Caruso. That's going to be the two. I am like 95% certain that's how it's going to fall out after the June vote.
3: Yeah. I haven't seen a new poll yet. He's only been in. No. There's never been a poll since he uh, entered the race. Right.
4: The ones that came but, out earlier, he actually did score, but not
3: much. But you you saw you saw what happened on, on Tuesday night is that all the candidates were going after him. Except Karen Bass. Because she has... He's a friend," money. she said. Yeah, a long-time friend. He's friends with all those people. He's giving them all money. Yeah. I've, you know, they they show up at his events, playing it safe. Well, right. because he's a businessman. He's got, you know, he's got the most successful uh, business in the city. Well, now he's got to
4: chop him to bits. And if he takes her on one-on-one, he's really got to come on stronger.
3: Yeah. If that happens. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. <laughs> John and ken show john cobelt and uh, ken champeau kfi am 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio radio app everywhere like when you paused. i thought there was something good coming i oh.
4: i'm always hopeful it'll be like a new line no, same line you're just a wind-up
3: machine you want to read it you can come up with something colorful <laughs> Live everywhere. Go ahead. You feel me? No,
4: but I love after years and years, and then they change it, and you just can't. It takes you months to come back. I, I, I know. The I work, regurgitation. know. I work on automatic. Yeah, I know you do. You're you know, have you're to. much a man of habit. Hmm? Same thing over and over every day, right?
3: The whole day. The bagel, whole day is a, a, a replica. That's right. Today's uh, exact copy of yesterday. Same day tomorrow.
4: <laughs> um, much was made yesterday over the buzz created by Governor dippity Do Newsom that they're going to give money back to people over the rising gas prices. His proposal, as it came out, was $400 debit cards, but not until July. Oh, free transit, too. No, free transit. Who cares?
3: Flow. Nobody <laughs> takes transit. Not even the poor people can take transit. Uh,
4: so... The legislature has to work on this. One of the stories that popped up, which is worth talking about, because it's a reminder that they're not doing this because they're looking at suffering Californians who are having a tough time with all the rising prices, including the gas prices. They actually have to do this. You see, while, of course, the 70s brought us a great proposition that limited property taxes, Prop 13. It also brought us, a couple of years later, something called the GAN Limit. And the only time this came up in the history of the John and Ken show was when
3: Tom McClintock brought it up. Remember that?
4: He used to always bring this up.
3: Well, it's it's an old, <clears throat> forgotten, uh, like arcane little uh, wiggle in the law that right. under certain circumstances, the state government can be compelled to refund tax money to the citizens. But you have to have a circumstance that's just right. There's basically a spending cap on on the state. Uh, after, after you adjust for inflation and population increase. and That's right. And that's what Tom used
4: to always say, and he used to always talk about that. Uh, the projected budget surplus right now as it stands, is an amazing $46 billion. And I remember doing this show back when Dopey Schwarzenegger was governor and even, I guess, Jerry Brown. and Well, you can go back to Gray Davis with the huge deficits. I mean, what really turned this around is the upside-down nature of this state. The fact that we do have some very, very, very wealthy people. They're not big in number, but they pay a hell of a lot of taxes. And when the stock market's been on the run, it's been on the past couple of years. There's an occasional little belch in there, but it's been growing. And I mean, you look at those numbers and you compare them just a few years ago, you'll
3: see the tremendous
4: growth in, in particularly in people investment. So, with that, brings capital gains and more. Oh, the stock market has
3: basically doubled since uh, the beginning of the pandemic. After that last crash, right? uh, Then it's doubled since then. So Newsom
4: tries to pretend this is just a great state and an economic behemoth, but not really. It's dependent on the very few people who make a real hell of a lot of money to hand over a lot of taxes. I mean, that's going to come to an end. So far this year, things have been a little bumpier with the markets. I don't think it's anything like it was the last two years. So far, who the hell knows? But the fact is, eventually, because they already sidestepped this a couple of years ago, with these surpluses, they're going to have to figure out a way to return money. To people so they're now using quote the excuse of rising prices and rising gas prices to come up with a way to do this that makes them look like look at us we are reaching out and helping california taxpayers by returning some of the money but the truth is they they have to do this
3: mm-hmm. and, and and they're using the gas tax as a smoke screen for something they have to do Right. So this isn't this is not something where you could say, "Oh, finally he's understanding the hardship we we're, we're going through here." If he really understood that, he would suspend the gas tax for the rest of the year. Exactly. But since he's got to give back money anyway, why not give it through this gas tax rebate debit card because now he looks like he's hopping on the top concern of the moment.
4: California is expected to blow past what is called the GAN limit by two point six billion dollars. That may even be a conservative estimate. Now they have discretion with this, which is the unfortunate part in terms of how they want to deal with quote giving money back. Some of it has to go to education. Oh sure. The or,
3: great money pit of K through twelve. Yeah, yeah, more payoffs for the teachers' unions. Right. Be- who, who, you know, who again, up until just a week ago, were still trying to extort money or, uh, you know, they wouldn't agree to the mask mandate being lifted. Right. So, they, you know, they, they, can all, they can all, when money goes to education, it doesn't mean it, it, it changes your, your uh, child's experience. It means the teachers get another bump.
4: The only time they did this and had to do this was actually 35 years ago when they returned over a billion dollars to taxpayers. Back in 1987, uh, they ran into this problem a couple of years ago, but they were able to st- uh, sidestep it with a couple of budgetary maneuvers. Yeah, but we've now been running surpluses for several years in a row, and that puts them up against this.
3: Yeah, they try to get out of it if they can. Right, But here, you know, it works, right? Everybody's upset about the taxes, so hey, throw them a bone. And in fact, what Newsom did
4: was he sent $12 billion back to Californians making less than 75 k This was the $601,000 COVID relief checks. So yeah. that's they used the surplus for some <clears> of that. They're going to try to do the same thing again. What I'm saying is they're going to try to give all the money they're giving this time to poor people. I know it's going to come out that way. You know, uh, I was Even heard- though Newsom's talking about giving everybody with a car $400 debit cards, I don't think that's going to be the final result.
3: When I was uh, driving in today, I heard, I think it was on Fox Business, uh, the, the mayor of Taft up by Bakersfield. What the we had guy we had, we had on the other day, Dave, what was his last name? Uh, New, Noor? Noor. Noor. Noor, yeah. He was talking to, to the Fox reporter. They were standing at a uh, in uh, on the oil fields. And, you know, $6 a gallon gas here in California. And they're standing on a, a huge oil reservoir there. Right. And making a very clear point that we could be pumping this out of the ground fairly quickly. We have the people who live in the area who can do this. It would take a little while to get it actually on the market, but hey, hey, you've got $6 a gallon gas.
0: And yeah. everything, the everything's right here. Yeah.
3: Everything from out of state is expensive. This is the least expensive option. It is plentiful, and Newsom, through his executive orders and his stupid green energy obsession, refuses to do it. And just the way he laid it out, and it probably even looked more effective on TV, you realize what idiots we have running this state. Six dollar gas. I mean, I mean for, the pe- for people who are, who are struggling in the, in the, in the lower classes, this is, this is an overwhelming burden on them. And a prissy little Newsom up in Sacramento, he's wealthy, he's got plenty of money, lives in a big mansion, probably doesn't drive himself. So six bucks a gallon doesn't mean anything to his uh, sorry life. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere. Wait for it. On the iHeartRadio app.
4: There's a story tonight that uh, the wife of Chief uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, Clarence Thomas Ginny was working behind the scenes to try to overturn the 2020 election.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, she's reaching uh,
4: out to uh the chief of staff for uh for Trump trying to get him to uh, arrange uh, how to
3: fight this. Oh yeah. she she's out there. She's a, a major
4: actress. Oh, is she yeah? Oh okay. yeah, she's yeah. uh
3: she swims in deep waters.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh oh, we have another school board story. This one I'm I can't help it. The way I read it. It seemed cartoonish because I'm trying to imagine that how it unfolded. Uh, Apparently, this is in Flint, Michigan. Flint Community Schools Board of Education president by the name of Danielle Green has been removed from her position. She apparently took offense to something that the school district treasurer, Laura McIntyre, was saying during a committee meeting. And according to what we're hearing in reports, she actually got up, walked over to where McIntyre was sitting, and slammed her head straight down into the desk, then grabbed her throat and punched her multiple times. McIntyre suffered a concussion, and there was, it was blood. There was blood? Blood. You believe this? And it's like something you see in the Stooges movie, because Mo would sometimes bang their heads bang, like, bang, 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 bang. bang, 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 bang. bang. Was... I would imagine she was in
3: such shock she didn't see it coming. It was Well, when was the last time you heard of a school board member beating up the treasurer? Th- throttling the treasurer. Th- throttling her, too.
4: They're claiming it was unprovoked. It was a 10 a.m. meeting, too. It wasn't one of these wow. nighttime things where everybody's tired and this woman just lost her cool. 10 in the morning? That's pretty early to get into a fight. There was no fight. There was no argument, someone said. It was an emergency meeting, and she just walked over there. With no escalation, right. well, I mean, and just started banging her head
3: against I mean, the desk. Something must have triggered her. Maybe something before the meeting. A, I had read. Bad, and I think it's a different story. I read this morning that the
4: treasurer made some comment that the the school board president just took offense to. But
3: I I don't well, have. Any... I want it. I want to hear the comment. About, I mean, when you uh, when you are a grown woman. And you're pounding another woman's head into the desk repeatedly and punching her and choking her. Yeah. These school board things have really become unbelievable battles, haven't
4: they? Not only between parents, but now board members and treasurers. These these
3: arrogant bastards have acted like the uh, Supreme Court for so long, and no one was ever questioning them. Most people were intimidated. Actually, most people didn't care. Right. Nobody goes to a school board meeting. And then everybody got Zoom school for a year and a half and realized a lot of the public school systems are really effed up. And they're teaching a lot of nonsense. And a lot of teachers are crazy. And the curriculum is nuts. And there's all kinds of weird political agendas. And 2 plus 2 isn't 4 anymore. And that's not a joke. (laughs) And and so everybody's had it.
4: It was something about deficit reduction. That's all they were talking about. It was an emergency meeting about how to reduce the district deficit. I wonder if the treasurer made some comment about the spending of the school board president or something along those lines?
3: Yeah, maybe, because uh, the treasurer would just be the one keeping track of... Uh, the spending and the, the money, spending, right. yeah. Right. So, okay. and uh, the president would be the spender. Right. So I don't know, I, I just... Any video of that? I mean, they... They, they, uh, they Usually
4: they do stream these things. Yeah, they live stream maybe, everything now. Yeah, maybe there is somewhere. <laughs> I want to uh, see if it is like video a stooge's... Or, uh,
6: <laughs>
3: throttling her head against the there was there desk. was no blood in, there was never blood in the stooges uh, film right no but they, they did get hurt i have I mean, read they, they many did.
4: backstories about how they sometimes really did hurt each other they got hit in the head with two by fours and they'd have their eyes poked in and... well i used to think the two by fours were probably like paper plastic kind of
3: oh i think they were real they were <laughs> two <by fours.
6: laughs> it would be funny if they weren't real, they real. yeah All right, Conway here, or is he? It's it's me. It's Thompson. Come on now. Oh, Thompson. Thompson. Just look at the schedule.
3: You know what? Nobody told me.
6: By the way, uh, just on the the Stooges thing, uh, not to be uh, a downer, but Bob Saget told me on my podcast, and also I think wrote about it in his book, he befriended Larry who's was one of the Three Stooges? Yeah, at the um, the the uh, screen actors' home or whatever the older for, for yeah. older oh, yeah. screen actors. Uh, yeah. Okay, time so at home, yeah. Then- yeah, so he said on this issue of whether or not it they actually got hurt that Larry complained. That Mo, in particular, really was too tough with him, and that he really did get hurt in a lot of the scenes, <laughs> which I always thought was like because I was I'm kind of with John. Like I can't believe you're telling me that's a real two by four. What kind of you know? Can't believe it. Maybe it
3: was. He used to tear yeah. his hair
6: out. Remember what if he exactly. Tear his hair out? Yeah. What, and he, what And that's and that he said that that literally was for real. What that's was crazy? What was the eye poking thing? Like what was he? Oh, yeah. yeah. It
3: always looked like the, he was gouging his eyes out.
6: Yeah. I, I mean, apparently, I mean, it, there was real physical contact and it wasn't pleasant. So, anyway. Well, maybe and, that's why he was in the nursing home. That could be. I might have shortened his little uh, show business life. Yeah. Uh, we've got quite the show uh, for Conway. It's kind of a cavalcade of stars, to be oh, honest. Great. Wow. Sure. Yeah. We've got Jay Leno uh, was
3: great last night.
6: Oh, uh, Leno is just so terrific. I thought totally yeah, so he started
4: good. the show by saying, Tim's in rehab. That was a
6: good opening. <laughs> he did.
3: It's <laughs> always a 50 yeah. 50 shot. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you mean with Conway or just in general? Conway. In uh, Buzzy Cohen, the Jeopardy! champion, he uh, hosted the Tournament of Champions. He's going to be through. He's got a new show with ABCs on the show, The Chase. But we're going to ask him about it. He's got the wildest life. He's just a very interesting guy. We'll talk about the uh, California gas rebate plan, of course. Allison Martino, she does vintage Los Angeles. She'll talk about that. Uh, her world is all of that uh, licorice pizza kind of land. Right. um sam rubin will be by to preview the oscars and fritz coleman joins us as well a life after the weather map oh, and we uh, fritz yeah. yeah he's just the he's just the very very best so all of that and i'm it's joined be, Co- it'll be like no, a
3: weatherman retirement home yeah,
6: it will be we'll, we'll jam <laughs> a little bit uh we'll do a whole iso bar wow, uh yeah, iso show. Thing. Wow. yeah it really is packed and uh and josh robert thompson who is the a brilliant voice of the uh, kelly clarkson show will Sidekick for a while tonight. I'm looking forward to having oh, him in too. He's a lot of fun. He's very funny. Wow. So it's a big show. Big show, boys. Big show. It's like a what? like a clubhouse tonight. We got it All your
3: buddies are over. Yeah, all right. Look at that. All right, that's uh, that's uh, Mark Thompson coming up in for uh, the rehabbing Tim Conway. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> Let's spread Don't that. that. Uh, John and Ken show. Grozier is the news. KFI AM six forty. And no, wait, it's KFI, KOST HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio.
4: Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious
3: metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust.
4: Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door.
3: Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173
4: or visit buylegacygold.com.
1: until now through May 14th.